This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, bright and shiny early morning for him, Jared Morgan. Hello there. <laughs> Some, somewhat early morning, my, my alarm clocks, namely my two children, didn't wake me up this morning. So this is, for those of you watching the video, this is uh, me with five minutes after waking up from sleep. So. Well, that, that means you're extra, you're extra frosty. You know, you, you, mm. you've got a brain just full of information to, to spout forward. Full of things. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'm full of things. Some may even be interesting. <laughs> this, this is what drives my, my wife mad because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a morning person, but I'm one of those people that has no problem. Like once I'm up, I'm up. It's not an issue. Yeah. Whereas yeah. she is very much needs an hour, an hour and a half. This spin up. Yes. Uh, mm. And and it's one of those things where my alarm goes off and I'm like, Foop, sitting up, walked right out of bed, gone. Right. I don't yeah. do any of the, the lingering about hitting the snooze bar. Oh, no, no. no, that's not, no. not that for me. No, I don't do that either. No. <laughs> I get it's in like, trouble oh, if I do that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, commentary. Yes. Oh, commentary. <laughs> she she does have a point there. I can't stay up past 11 o'clock very well. Um, I pretty much always am falling asleep watching a movie, as I did last night. So Right. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Very cool. And, and that's despite the time change. It doesn't matter that we have the time change, which technically means I should have not fallen asleep until midnight. 12. No, it's, it's just my body knows. Oh, well, it's that time. That's what the clock says. Time to go. You're up. I'm going to sleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into. We've got all sorts of stuff to talk about today. Mm, mm. The majority of it, predominantly, being about Zen um, mm. and the Williams Pinball Volume Three. Uh, I went and did a deep dive on some old Zen stuff, but before any of that. Let's uh, do a little bit of correction or response, however you want. I don't think it's necessarily correction. I think it's clarification, if you will. Um, yes. Regarding Magic Pixel and the yanking of uh, Zachariah Pinball off of Google. Yeah, that's right. So um, I was working late on some stuff last uh, one night and uh, it must have been that my Steam chat was open and a uh, friend of the show, Mart, came onto it and uh, started having a chat with me about it. And um, it was really good um, for him to, to jump on. He heard the the podcast and, and being the community manager wanted to respond. So I'm grateful that he actually reached out. So um, he provided on Facebook, if you followed the Magic Pixel Facebook account, he uh, provided some information on there in response to somebody's um, post about delisting the Android app. And um, he actually repeated it for me. Um, so I didn't have to go chasing the Facebook post, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from, from the Facebook post, this is um, what Mark responded to this person. Um, after their comments. So he said, sadly, we did not ask as well for our app to be removed. This was a decision made by Google. There is also no way to update an app when it is removed. We would have to create a new app for that. 
And there's a bit more that comes with the app than just replacing the black glass. The Google terms have changed since then, and so are the requirements for the app. This would require an overhaul rather than a simple fix. Um, so in addition to that, he said the manager, the manager is still trying to figure out a way to compensate players who purchase something in the old app. If we do find something, then we will announce that here on Facebook. So that's a bit of an update. It looks like that it's not just as simple as changing out the back glass and then uploading it. It's probably something to do with the way the app is actually uh, made and the way that they actually need to then like update libraries and all that sort of stuff in the it app. Makes, it makes me kind of think about, you know, if you do... Uh... If you're a homeowner and you had done any kind of construction on your home or whatever you had to, uh, or, or whatever that required permits, right? Mm. You had to deal with those permits at the time, right? Now yeah, let's yeah. say it's 20 years later and you go to do something else. And however your thing was done back then isn't up to code today. So God forbid it. if you fix anything, because now you got to bring everything up to code. Yeah. Yeah. So that exactly sounds right. like that's what is happening with, their app that it was fine yep. for Google back then, but now since Google has changed terms, uh, you don't just get grandfathered in. You actually got to update You've and got to change it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably things like API levels and stuff like that um, that they often have to. That Farsight always had a problem with on mm -hmm. on Android, like catering for the lowest common denominator. Yeah, um, and I think their engine for that app was actually that good that there was a lot of legacy devices that were still able to run it. Um, it was a very efficient engine, so I think that's probably got something to do with it as well. So I'm I'm happy to actually hear that that it's a little bit well happy and, and sad that of course it had to get removed and not uploaded again. But there's a lot more context now, and it, it sort of paints a different picture of the situation for them. So right, it's mm. easy for us to comment and speculate and throw out the whys and whatnots when mm. we don't have to deal with any of the contracts. <laughs> And dealing with Google, which and a lot of developers tell me or have written many, many a Medium article about <laughs> just how terrible it is when your app gets taken down. Like there's just, there's no recourse. Right. It's just like, well, it's down and too bad. See you later. Uh... Yeah, frustrating. Apple's very different in that way. Um, they... If they do delist your app, you get notified about it and they they essentially talk to you about it. But basically, Google are just like robots and they just automate the whole process and you just you can't talk to anyone about it. Right. So it's just terrible. All right. So there we have. We, we wanted to make sure that we got that in uh, at the top rather than making you people wait all the way to the end because they didn't know what they were waiting for. So there you go. No, they, they don't. They have no <laughs> idea. Okay. So something that people have been waiting for has been Zen's newest release, which will be uh, the Williams Pinball Volume 3. Uh, for the mm. record, what we were talking about today is our impressions of the Steam version of Williams Pinball 3. We got early access to this. We did not get early access yet to the mobile. Uh, the mobile. So we'll be just like all of you seeing it for the first time when it's released to the public. That'll probably be what we talk about uh, next week. So everything Probably, that we're yeah. yeah so everything that we're talking about today uh, regarding Williams Pinball Volume Three is what is the Steam version of things. Yeah, uh, and and as as you say, Chris, it is the 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 press early access version of yeah. it, yeah. which means that anything we say in this um, this commentary may very well change. 
as far as things that we've identified that are that are strange or somewhat odd. Yeah, we didn't um, get to do a, a beta this go around. No. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate because uh, leave it to pinball with 45 B. Uh, he's already found a couple of things. So um, mm. they're minor. And, and that's the funny thing. Any of the, any of the problems that we're finding, they're minor. I mean, yeah, the edge case I mean, minor stuff. They're not like wholesale problems. Like, oh, there's textures missing. No, or there's like, oh, <laughs> everything is the wrong color. Right. Or, you know, it's, that sort of it's, stuff is it's more of an issue of like, hey, you know, the game board of uh, scared or not scared stiff. That's not it here. Uh, I, I was thinking SC and then immediately went scared. Um, yeah. Oh, safe cracker. Uh, yeah. Candy's insert light is supposed to be yellow while the dog's insert light is supposed to be red. I mean, it's that kind of. Oh, geez. I wouldn't even pick that. Oh, well, that... you kidding me? No, no. <laughs> no. I, I always say I pick on things that are related to lighting. Uh, and when I say lighting, not what lights are lighting up, the visuals of what the lighting is doing. doing. So, yeah, yeah. What is it in, what is it illuminating? Let's talk about, you know, that way. Um, I, I focus in on that kind of stuff. I focus in on uh, certain graphical details, mainly regarding the models that are on the, the machine itself. Mm. Um, I don't pick up on, hey, the sound is two milliseconds uh, slow from when it should be firing or, you know. I do. The, <laughs> yeah, see, you do. And that's, that's I, what I'm I, saying. It's, I play it's, everything with headphones. So it's really good that we actually have these different focal points because mm -hmm. it means that um, this is the same for, for any sort of open beta because you get all these people who have an affinity with a certain aspect of the game. Right. And that's how you get the really targeted feedback. Right. So it's it's good that we look at different things when we actually play these things. So I'm going to give a sweeping general statement, and then we'll start going into uh, uh, our impressions of each and every uh, one of the three releases. And I'll um, see if I agree with your sweeping general statement. Sweeping well. general statement. For those of you that are wondering, do I really need to buy this when I already have these three tables on Pinball Arcade? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do, and one hundred percent, yes, you do. Um, and while the visuals are look, they tip in my mind, they tip heavily in Zen's favor, mm. but it's not like the visuals were utter junk on Pimble Arcade. However, on two of these tables, specifically on Theater of Magic and on Champion Pub. The physics are mm. deal breakers <laughs> yeah. when you play Zen and then go and try and play Pinball Arcade. Mm. Um, and then there's something that I noticed this go around specifically with Safecracker regarding the sound. So these are all, and, and the sound is vastly improved. So we're, these oh, are yeah. some things that we're going to touch upon. But first yes. off, let's just give uh, kind of overall general thoughts. Let's start with the, uh, the big one, Theater of Magic. Theater of Magic, the one that was season one in Pinball Arcade. Not just season one. This was the first table. starter pack. The first yeah. four tables that they released, which were uh, Theater of Magic, Black Hole, Black Hole uh, Tales of the Arabian Night, and Ripley's Believe It or Not. Mm. And boy, did we ever see that it was like that. <laughs> um, Look, so, if, you, if, yeah. if you're able to track down a side-by-side -side image of the two tables. One of the things you'll notice right away is that 
the scale of and placement of certain like the the tiger saw um the the launch ramp they're not scaled properly in pinball arcade mm. and here they're now correctly placed they're, they're correctly the size that they need to be and where they you know in relation to the angle of view that you're looking at um that's noticeable thing number one mm. noticeable thing number two look down at the uh, various magic illusions that you're yes. trying to light and now yes, this is, they are. <laughs> you can read them clear as a bell but the other weird thing and i i don't know if it's that i'm just completely used to this in pinball arcade or that i think i've seen it this way also on tables out in the wild but i could clearly see the rectangular insert plastic that then the decal was put over the top of for yeah. uh the illusions so i fire up zen's and there's no rectangle at all. It's just the name of the illusion. And when it lights, it's only the light that is, uh, oh. or the only the name that is illuminating. So I went, whoa, did Zen pull a little, uh, you know, extra magic on that? Because it was both in the enhanced and in the standard version of the of the table. So then yeah. I looked up the table on uh, IPDB.org. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Internet Pinball Database. And I looked at the photos there, and sure enough, it's you're not seeing the square, the insert square. You're just seeing the the text. The so text. I don't know if it's one of those things that the machines I've played have been worn, or uh, there was a different versions of it out there in the wild, or or what. But all I gotta say is, Zen did a fantastic job because either totally legible, you can read all the inserts. Um, yeah, I, there's fantastic. zero problems with understanding what one you're going for now, which is you know kind of important when you're actually shooting for yeah. certain things in that game. You know, sometimes. Mm. Um, the other thing that I noticed with it is that the back mirror. Uh, oh, yes. So clear. Very clear. Works oh. quite wonderfully. Now, yeah. there was a while where on Pinball Arcade, the mirror was gone. It, yeah. it, it bugged out. <laughs> yep. I just checked it um, when I was comparing the two and it's back. So they did get that up and running again. Yeah, um, that's good. But there but was yeah, a long, I mean, it was, it was out of commission for, I want to say a, a solid year where there I, was no mirror. And I think on mobile, it was just cut out from the low, low mm. level of detail version. Cause, um, for a while on, um, on Android, I think the first two seasons going into the third, we had all of the low level of detail or low load models, in the game and the, the thing like black hole was missing half of his plastics basically oh. and and theater of magic there was so much detail missing from it like you wouldn't you wouldn't believe so the the mirror adding extra complexity to the processing um like you know reversing the image and everything yeah that was gone from the low lod version so when we got the high lod version we just went wow okay there's so much stuff missing <laughs> from the old version yeah um beyond that visually i i mean honestly farsight did not do a bad job at all with theater magic and they've they kind of tweaked the lighting a little bit uh recently uh when i say recently mm. in the past two years um they've gone back and done a little bit of things they've done another a retune on it from when it was originally released um that being said the physics of zens are phenomenal like you can actually feel and control the ball now Mm. And your shots, my my big test, my my first test that I did was trying to shoot the 
right orbit. Because oh, that yeah. was always really tricky to do from a caught ball in mm -hmm. Pinball Arcade. And got it, shot it, nailed it. And I was mm -hmm. just like, thank you. Now, you know, this is good. This is, you can this do the wonderful. clock. You can actually build up Midnight Madness. Yeah. Exactly. The other thing that you'll notice real quickly is that, and this is kind of, again, goes towards the physics in general that are in uh, Pinball Arcade. Um, the ball, when it starts rolling towards your flipper, it rolls at a constant speed. And it'll be mm. kind of slow. Like if the ball is doing a slow roll, it'll maintain that same slow roll all the way to your flipper. Yeah. And then you get that same slow roll, but you'll noticeably see it accelerate Yeah. as it comes down. And it's just that little, because there's a lot of that midfield floaty of the ball. Because um, yes. it'll, it'll get start rocketing between the slingshots for a while. <laughs> yeah, and, then, yes. and then suddenly finally slow and then you know drop down. Um, so between the control of the ball and then the nature of the physics with the ball, it completely revolutionizes how that table is played. Um, mm. And my example for that is my first go around in, and, and I was playing both the standard Zen version and the uh, arcade version. Arcade version, yep. And I really, it was kind of weird. I wasn't noticing that much of a difference physics-wise between the two. The main difference is how high of an angle the uh, flipper goes. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I did my game, and I think I, I don't even think I hit 500 million um, before right. I was done, right? Yeah. I go over to Pinball Arcade just to see a thing or two. Next thing I know, I'm at 2 billion. 2 billion. With <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's that whole thing of, and this is what I love about what Zen has been doing. You know, when you see that replay score, that's actually a goal now. It's not just a guinea. Yeah. It's something that you're like, I got to beat the replay score at least. Yeah, totally. It's yeah, it's not easy to get up to. I, I have been playing all the three games. I've decided just to be playing on the the, the regular mode, okay. um, not not the arcade mode. Right. I did try Safe Cracker and Arcade and quickly realized that was a silly idea. <laughs> and then um, and then went back to the, the comfort of Zen and actually were able to play the game. Um, so, yeah, I've been enjoying... I think I'm conditioned now for the Zen mode because I've been playing it so much on Android. And um, and so, yeah, I, I find it tricky to switch over to the other version. Yeah. Um, but I think... It, I, I did try um, Arcade on, on Safegrave. We can go into that when we... Yes, um, we'll get into that. When we um, do that separately. The, the one thing that was weird also is trying to hit the chest itself, the, the, um, or the revolving case, the revolving case. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's tricky. Now you, if you, you know, hit the edge, boom, you're, you're balling out. It's not going to go just magically in. Won't suck the... in. Yeah. No, exactly. You've got to be precise. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can actually, you, you can brick the shot. You, and you it a lot. You're going to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Particularly, I'd, I would imagine the invets physics. Um, the arcade physics. Yeah. Uh, you'd be like having a hard time shooting that thing. Right. And again, that was one of those shots that in the pinball arcade version, it was just so easy. It was just second nature. Oh yeah. Oh great. I, yeah, I can, I oh, can get shoot, those jackpots. General, no problem. Yeah. Shoot the general direction of the case and you'll get the shot. You'll get the shot. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, now, even, with, even with the Zen, like the, the Zen regular um, physics, you've still got to aim. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. It's, 
it's not a gimme. It's like they haven't actually dialed down the difficulty in their regular game mode. It's you've no. still got to shoot that thing with with an intent to get in the hole. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I in the previous two volumes, I was able to really sense the difference between Zen mode and arcade mode in terms of mm. how the ball reacted. In this particular volume, I'm not seeing that much of a difference. Mm. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting. It rules. I think oh for sure the rules yes the rules are the thing that became apparent we'll talk about more of that in um uh, safe crackers discussion um so the other important thing to talk about is the enhanced visuals (laughs) of the three tables honestly I think that theater of magic is the weakest yeah so what you got is you got a uh, the female magician standing in the middle of the, the play field. And she kind of waves her wand, and that's about you know the extent of what she does until you do certain illusions, and then she might vanish or disappear. But uh, throw so cards you, around and stuff, right? So mm. you've got her there. You've got a top hat on top of the magnet, the spirit ring magnet, mm. and you've got the wand, uh, now a magic wand, on the launch lane. Now those are all just kind of like okay, whatever, you know. Th- we kind of know what to expect in terms of what they're going to do for enhancements. Mm. The two big things that they did, one of which I'm cool with, the other which I'm not. <laughs> so the cool right. thing was they made the balls glow at various points in the game. Yeah, that's cool. Which is cool. Glowing balls, hey, that it, it adds a cool little visual flair. Um, yeah. That's all fine and dandy. They made the flipper bats glow also. I don't like this at all. No, the glowing... I, I don't mind. The glowing flipper, and I know why I don't like it. Why? It reminds me of in there were certain tables in Pinball Arcade when they first did dynamic lighting, and yeah. this you this you may not have seen much of it, Jared. No, I don't think where I have. things would look like they were dipped in toxic waste and were just <laughs> unnaturally glowing for God knows why. You right. know, oh, there's a light in vicinity? Sure, make the top of the piece, you know, the plastic glow. But the lights underneath it, it doesn't matter. Make it glow. Um, right. So, okay. So the flipper bat is glowing this bright white. And in and of itself, I, I the reason why I kind of don't like it also is it, it takes away the contrast. It just becomes, you know, this glowy thing. But then mm. now you have a glowing ball coming at it too. And the two, it makes timing your shots hard because you've just got this massive glow happening and you don't necessarily see exactly where on the bat the ball is as, you know, to time your flipper shot. That kind of bugs me. What I wish they had have done instead was, uh, you know, make the flipper tra- uh, 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 like a clear plastic and inside of it is, you know, maybe some of those, uh, you know, plasma bolt you know, the little lightning bolt things, you know, inside of it, or make oh, it yeah. the magic, the magic pixie dust, you know, glowing inside of it. Um, mm. Or if you didn't even want to go that, you want to just go with a solid flipper bat, put the, you know, the, the, uh, the card classes on there, you know, diamond spade club uh, heart oh, yeah. the, or, or put little white rabbits. I don't know, just something. I don't, I guess I just don't understand why the flipper bats are glowing. Um, right. It enough. doesn't, it doesn't jibe with with me on this particular yep. and and I've taken to turning off the enhancements on this table precisely because of that. Oh wow! So you're yeah. going without enhancement wholesale because of I'm the going flippers. without enhancements. Yeah. And the other thing I found was weird with theater magic was that when you go and get tiger saw multi ball, the balls are clear, so they're 
they're completely all you can see is an outline of them. Oh, see, I haven't activated Tiger Saw Multiball, so I didn't see that. Yeah, that they, they're like they're, they're just like clear glass orbs that only have a very um, faint outline to them, and I, I've got a feeling it's probably a bug, maybe because I don't see maybe. any reason why why you would have a tiger saw uh, making the balls clear. It doesn't seem to fit, so I can only assume it's a bug. It would make sense if you're doing vanish multi ball. Oh, uh, maybe that because it is. Uh, I don't know. I did see the tiger saw vanish. The tiger, yes, the tiger does, spin, does spin, so yay for that. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they've gone vanish mode because it is make the ball vanish and you shoot it up there and then the, the ball just disappears because it gets caught in that uh, saucer that's hidden behind mm. the tiger saw. Maybe that's what they went with the clear balls. Maybe they're vanishing balls. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, fair I'm enough. Gonna have to, I'm going to have to pay attention now. and uh... I'll, I'll pay that, I guess, but it's weird because they're very hard to track. Um <laughs> So, because all well, you're seeing is this faint outline of the ball. I don't know. I don't know if you ever played uh, the Alien versus Predator table when it goes into camouflage mode, but there's a certain point where your flipper bats go completely clear. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a treat. Um, yeah, it's like the uh, the uh, the hear me, feel me, see me mode on Tommy where right. the blind goes over the flippers. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Okay. So yeah, that was that was interesting. I found that um, even with the glowing bats and everything, I could still make shots fine because um, I got. I think I've. Uh, I'm sure it won't last for long, but I I did trounce your score by about double um, on there. <laughs> so so I'm fine with the with the glowy bats. I wasn't really trying, Jared. I've just been. Oh yeah, right. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. I tried out the three challenge modes. For all, for all three tables, um, yes. for so theater of magic, it's going to be you're going to have you know the same uh, your same encounter that you've had on other tables. It's not yep. like it's particularly uh, trying, but you do have to work at it to get the fifteen max. Yeah, um, it's not a walk in the park. No, no. Let's move on then to Champion Pub. Mm. Champion Pub. <laughs> First off, it looks fantastic. Amazing, yeah. Um, where you really notice it is, and I noticed this in the in the preview video when they showed it, but the, as you're playing it, you really notice it. It's the 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 rear of the playfield details look yes. great. Um, everything's so crisp up there. Everything Gee. is just the whole table is really crisp. Uh, again, all the inserts are easily legible. Yes. Where it really shines, though, is, again, with the physics. So yes. in, in Pimble Arcade, there is the right out lane that is the oh, KO crunch. Vacuum. It was thing. a total vacuum. I mean, just yeah. like obnoxiously so. If your ball yeah. is going anywhere in that vicinity, just nudge because that it's your only hope, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. In Zen's version, it's reacting just like any other normal out lane. It's yes. not an automatic drain, drain. monster. No, it's not. Um, which changes how I approach the table, oh, interestingly really? enough. Yeah, because there was certain, especially when you're bo doing the boxer, mm. I was just trying to make everything go off my right flipper. Because if I did it with the left flipper, there was a chance that it would hit the boxer on a funny angle and then go straight for that outline. Oh, you know, right. Making the, making the old A angle. Oh, yes. So I was always just doing everything off the right flipper. 
uh, you know, to, to save myself that way. And so now I'm finding that, Hey, I'm not even concerned about that at lane so much anymore. You're smacking um, around from both sides. Exactly. So yeah. that, that's, that's a vast improvement. The jump rope. Oh, that thing. Yeah. It, that's it's totally different and a totally lot harder. Different. It, it, and a lot harder. It's harder, but it's not harder because of a wonky interaction with it. It's yes. just harder because the physics make it harder. Yeah. Um, but now and you feel like the, the jump rope is actually knocking your ball out of place yeah. and not just like some arbitrary, it was close and all that you know triggered that your ball dropped. Oh, yeah, exactly. That thing was janky as hell in yeah. um, in uh, TPA. It just didn't feel right. And, the, and the same thing goes with the speed bag. Yeah, that thing. You that's feel so like you're actually rocking the ball and punching the ball. Yeah. I, I had no idea that that's how it actually should feel. Because yeah. I've never really played a, a champion pub before. Oh, but okay. On, like compared to uh, Pinball Arcade's version, you're just basically flailing away with the two um, uh, fists up there and hoping that your ball doesn't get um, out of right. the area. But now you actually sort of feel like you have some, some actual control with that thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the other aspect, and this is me, where it comes the lighting. Oh, oh wow! Finally, it's that, correct. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, so, so correct. when the when the boxer turns around, he's properly lit up. The lights up at the jump rope are probably properly lighting light. the area, throwing light yeah. on it and stuff. And now, when they go off and come back on, it doesn't seem like it's a glitch. It seems like yes, yes, this is coded into into the the, the game itself. Even um, the um, even the the uppercut ramps, um, they mm. even look like they have dimension to them. Yeah, they don't like, just look like a green blob. piece of who knows what. Yeah, a green piece of you can actually see the curve to them, and the yeah. fact they actually do have a curved surface on them. So it, it's it's so different, like yeah. the. The way that they've done the graphics on it is just superb. Um, then mm. there is the enhanced graphics. I've been playing with nothing other than an enhanced graphics on every uh, table. And I don't much. plan to do any other way myself. No. Nope. And it all comes down to them animating the boxer. That boxer. Oh, oh, even when so the boxer, good. even when you're not when when you're just doing the the, the heavy bag, right? And the boxer yeah. is there. The boxer will kind of look over his shoulder at you while you're playing and then yeah. duck back down. It's really cool. And so then yeah. when you do turn him, it, just the way his arms are moving and everything, it's really, really great animation that they did on him. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's great animation, but it's still within the limits of the original boxer's movement range. Right. So, so it's still like it will still interact with your ball and knock the ball away, which is yes. what those arms are supposed to do. They're, they're actually supposed to like repel your ball so you couldn't uppercut him. Right. As he um, shifts his body and the, yeah. The, the, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. My, my only complaint with that, and it, it just feels like a missed opportunity, and we've said it before. I really wanted the boxer's face to change. The boxer's faces, yeah, that would have been yeah. really good. It's such um, a missed opportunity. The other kind of interesting thing, and this is one of those that I don't know it for sure. I'm just again used to what happens in Pinball Arcade, is that uh, I'm facing the same boxers in the same order. Uh, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I I did. So I you start off with the Irishman, and then you get this uh, Santiago guy Santiago. after that, and I haven't gotten farther. Than then those you get two. Bang Boom, and then you get. Um, Steve-O. 
But when I was playing, when again sampling in Pinball Arcade, I was getting different boxers every time, including um, Dan Under, which has yes. made a non-appearance in here. So, yeah, there's no Dan Under in At any all? game I've played. In any game that I played, I have not seen Dan Under yet. Now, why is that? I don't know. They hate Australians. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them. I mean, really interesting. Yeah, no Dan Under. How many and how many boxers have you gone through? Oh, a lot. I played. I've actually played quite a bit on the Champion Pole. Have gone through about twenty boxes. Mm-mm. Okay. No Dan. No Dan Under. Interesting. No. We're gonna have to uh, make an inquiry about that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I see that uh, Pinball with 45B is in our comments section. So um, he being the chief organizer of bugs, yes. you got one there. Go go add that to your bug list and ask if he's in there or not. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, what else do I want to say about Champion Pub? Uh, just the when you shoot the uh, the U-turn ramps, they feel really chunky and really good like it feels like a good shot now when you shoot them like it it, on tpa it sort of felt they they felt really janky when you Mm -hmm. shot them like uh obviously the physics was having a bit of trouble the way they implemented the physics for the turnaround didn't really mesh very well okay but this actually feels like the ball is traveling out the back of the the u-turn and coming out and sort of it's not the same path that it comes out every time either like it, oh, okay. it sort of it, it will tend if you shoot it on a certain side it will actually come back on that on the other side it actually has proper physics on it so they feel good to shoot now and I, i'd never really bothered with them because i think they were quite hard to get as well in tpa i always had trouble getting it i had and the other thing that i've noticed too is the uh the main jackpot ramp up to the speedball not as easy as it used to huh that's that's a big steep tall ramp there's no way you're vacuuming that anymore like i used to be able to spam that to no end mm. and uh, like basically getting those jackpots up to you know deluxe jackpot no problems at all but yeah. now it's like oh okay it's actually coming back down at me again yeah it's it's nice to actually see that that was a big complaint with that table yeah so having that is great okay Last table to uh, talk about first impressions on, which is Safe Cracker. Now, Safe Cracker. Well, Jared yeah. and I, this table has a soft spot in our hearts. So, yes, um, yes. I've been playing this a lot, um, a lot, and <laughs> and I will say I, I haven't even switched back to regular um, graphics mode on it. It's all been interactive fully, because this is another table where they've just gone to town with the. Uh, I think more than Theater of Magic for sure. Oh, um, absolutely! On it, like they have just really put some fine detail. For into me, this, this is the winner of yep. the enhancements. And oh yeah, now, funny enough, by a, by a very short margin because that boxer is pretty amazing. Yes, but mm. where it excels is all the time that you spend up at the game board, which yeah, could you... be a very boring visual experience. Uh, Zen has added in the burglar. I expected, I thought we'd see the guard. We don't get to see the guard, but we get to see no. the burglar and his animations are fantastic. Yeah. And really cool very, to watch. I see what they mean when they were saying he's very cartoon style oriented. He is. All like I he's can... got the, all I hear when it, when there's certain modes where he's like, when he gets caught, it's like exit stage left, <laughs> exit stage left. And off he goes out the door. It's wonderful. I, just knowing that deep is the one that had to do the, or did the motion capture. I'm just picturing him, you know, in a green room wearing a green suit or, you know, with tennis or a black suit with tennis balls all over it, doing these movements and it just cracks me up. 
yes. It's um, very funny. Because it is like it, it, the motion is realistic as well. Like, yeah. It, you could tell that it's been motion captured. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing now just back on the regular play field, mm. uh, TNT multiball is yeah. really cool because there's just explosions happening all over the table. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's pretty rocking. I, I like that a lot. That's awesome. The yeah. only thing about the enhanced that I don't care for is the flipper bats again. See, I've got something about the flipper bats just go around. Uh, they, they made green them a green. No, and they I don't, think that's they're fine. Not, they're not offensive to me, no. but it also just kind of makes me think, I don't know, monopoly or just, Oh, it's the color of money. I don't know. Yeah, um, well, that's totally what they're going for there. I can I I see exactly why they, because, you know, the, the return lane plastics are green with money all over them. So yeah. it makes Well, now they have donuts all over them because of the, <laughs> that's what TPA or what uh, uh, Zen did was for the enhancements. They put a pile of donuts instead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and sprinkles. And um, sprinkles. Yeah. It was very good. It, but, it makes uh, me, though, hmm. really wish that we had the ability to customize the enhancements that let us mm. pick our, let us pick the rubber color. Let us pick the flipper bat color. Um, so that if there's anything of that nature that we're just kind of like not cool with, but we love everything else, you know, animation wise, mm. just, I mean, and that's what we're being able to do in the mobile app. Mm. So well, why is there the mobile app and not allowed on PC to have well, full customization? I get that it's a monetary thing or yeah. you know, an incentive, but technically isn't the mobile app, you know, it's a whole different beast than, than sitting well, at have, your home. Just have a thing. Like they're probably using the data they're collecting from the enhancements to so what they bring back to steam. So what are the favorite flipper bats that people are using? What, what are the most purchased enhancements? You know, yeah. I, I would put money down that within maybe six months or so, We'll start seeing those things become options in Steam. I hope you know, so. You know what they you know what they do. They A B test the crap out of everything. So that's what yeah. they're clearly doing. Um and and I reckon we'll we'll see them in Steam. Um yes. So uh the I could definitely as far as the difficulty of face cracker uh, face cracker? Face cracker. <laughs> face cracker of safe cracker goes. I can really sense the difficulty between um, the the Zen um, single player mode and the and the advanced mode. It is way harder, <laughs> way harder. Like the first time you start the the board game in the Zen um, mode, the the regular, yeah, um, it, it's like you know the the shortest path to the vault. <laughs> Yeah, you know Which, how many times I've gotten the long path while playing in in arcade mode. Oh, most all the of the time. time, most of the time, like the the full three sixty movement around the the vault. Yeah, you you're not getting any tokens at all no. No. in in that version of the mode. And like I made the silly mistake of doing assault on the vault um, in arcade mode. Um, <laughs> and I quickly realized that's a waste of tokens, isn't and it? Though. Yeah, in in like it's clear that the game is really behaving like the game did when I remembered it back in the arcade when it was in yeah. time zone here in Brisbane. Like it was just designed to suck the money right out of you and not give you anything in return. That's that's basically true to life. So well, congratulations they gave you then. the tokens, so they wanted back. You know, uh, let's talk yeah, about but- the tokens real quick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's talk about. You don't see the token actually eject from the back box, 
but you sure as hell see it bounce down the glass. It kind of does this warbly roll down. Yeah, it's a little wobble to it. A little wobble to it. And then you basically see like the shadow of a hand over the top dropping it and it lands on the apron. Yeah. This is way cool. <laughs> because yeah, it is. if you go into then table view mode and you angle it down to the apron, there you'll see that whatever tokens you've earned. There, there, almost like almost like how you used to do back in the day. Put you line them up the table on the for, for lineup. Line. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I got next basically. So there's your tokens. The tokens do not go away, even if you exit the game completely. Even if you play some other, uh, you know, pinball game in Zen, you come back to Safe Cracker. There's your tokens, mm-hmm. and there they will collect. When if you play Assault the Vault, you'll take one token off there. Mm. The cool thing is, so how how Assault the Vault basically works, once you've earned one token, the next time you go to play a game of Safecracker, there'll be a DMD screen pop-up that basically asks you, normal game, Assault the Vault, or reset the tokens. Yeah. So you can imagine the reset the tokens <clears throat> is, hey, if you, you know, yay, you collect all the tokens, you want to go through that again, then <laughs> go ahead and just push reset and... Uh, you're back to square one. You're back to square one. Um, normal, obviously, you're playing normal Assault the Vault. You can get you to get play the, Assault the Vault. Yeah, so there was a big concern among people that because they're, again, in Pinball Arcade, people didn't want duplicate tokens. Mm. But if you left the game and came back to it, it reset the, call it the stack of tokens inside the machine, and you could very yeah. easily get... Um, duplicates so getting those oh, yeah. final few were like very almost as, almost as maddening as getting table parts in the mobile app for zen yes <laughs> um, yes but if you want. one thing i didn't notice one thing that surprised me is that everything else in the game state seems to be maintained like tokens get remembered yeah but vault letters don't so when you go out and you go back in again your vault letters don't actually stay with the game and I'm yeah. pretty sure that in um, a regular like production version of Safecracker, right, that's part of the RAM. So it will remember how many vault letters are accrued. Um, but it doesn't in this, and I'm surprised because they they have pretty good state management in Zen, and that's something right. that doesn't seem to carry. So you know right. you can't there's, go there's and get something like, else for us to uh, possibly put on the uh, bug list. Bug list. Yeah. Yes, vault letters don't carry because yes. at the very minimum they should carry in the arcade mode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been playing the Zen mode. They don't carry in Zen mode. Right. Um, I don't think I, I played arcade mode once. They don't seem to carry. Okay. So, yeah. Let's talk a little bit. And this is where it gets kind of funny for me. Uh, the challenge modes with Safecracker Ooh. specifically. Because <laughs> Very strange. Truth, because truth be told... Safe Cracker is in and of itself those challenge three mode. very challenge modes. So, yep. for instance, one ball. The nice thing is Zen starts you off immediately basically in a sudden death. They they tweak, you know, went straight into the ROM and said, boom, put them in sudden Zero death. Zero seconds. That's, yeah. that's, that's how you're going to get one ball out of this machine. The suck part is the table is designed to suck as many balls as possible down the drain. Yeah, because it is relying on time mode. It's relying, um, it's relying on you getting a, a steady feed of, of balls being thrown at you. So, yeah, imagine starting the game immediately in sudden death and trying to build up some points. 
it's, it's brutal. The very highest, difficult. The I spent a solid, like I was, I was toying with it enough to get me to the five star level so I could unlock the one of the wizard uh, bonuses. Mm-hmm. But then I I spent a good solid half an hour to forty minutes trying to <laughs> trying to do the one ball challenge, and the highest I got was eight stars. I think I'm sitting around eight or nine as well. Like it yeah. is it's so a, hard. It's a mess. Oh. It is very difficult. Now you go into five minute challenge. Well, mm. that's more or less what the game is. Just not is. five minutes long, but that's the game. It feeds you as many balls as possible to get the score that you need. Yeah. Um, I had one moment where it sounded like I was going into sudden death, but I still had plenty of time left on my timer. But then I wound up hitting some uh, uh, stand-up targets and earning... And it reset you know, the sound. And it reset the yeah the time. So mm. I don't know what happens in the game if you run out of time before the five-minute timer <laughs> runs out oh, of time. It just, it just keeps shooting balls out at you. So it overrides okay. the sudden death and it just keeps popping balls out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that mode is kind of like, like I said, on any of the other machines, it's kind of this novelty of constantly having balls thrown at you. With this mm. machine, it's just kind of like, mm, okay, that's nothing new. Um, and then you have survival mode, which again is the very structure and nature of the table, except for here you're having to earn points in order to continue going on, whereas yeah. normally it'd be hit and drop targets to earn more minutes to keep going on. But it's it's very strange. It feels almost meta the way that that it They've works with them. these daily challenges. All it's I like can... a subset of the standard game mode that they yeah. already have in the game. Yeah. There's a few tricks that I found because I've been playing. I think I've got um, max on two of those goals, not the one, not the, not the uh, one ball. Death. Not the sudden death, but <laughs> um, the trick, of course, is to quickly end the board game, get tossed out of the board game, and get um, TNT multiball. Uh, okay. So that's that's how you get your points um, built up. So that that's your path to success if you do that mode and you want to get that achievement. Um, the one ball um, survival, uh, it, it it's sort of the same tactic, but you've got to really be careful. So um, I would think that you'd want to get into the, well, I guess getting into the board game, you don't really score that many points in the board game. No, you don't. And that's a problem. No. Like it doesn't yeah. actually get you closer to your goal of getting the point levels. You've really got to get into a multi-ball. Okay. So you gotta get you gotta get into the vault, get multi-ball or TNT multi-ball, um, or you just don't progress at all in that. Right. And then you've got to keep the balls alive yeah. in TNT multi-ball, which is no easy feat because the flippers are short and you can't really trap. Um all I know is this is not going to be the fun table on mobile for the daily challenges. Oh, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to suck yeah. on mobile. Like you, you really do need to be able to tilt reliably on, on this game with that one ball survival. That's basically at the moment, I can envisage that being an instant reset for 25 tickets mm-hmm. and go into them and hope you don't get it again because it's going to be yuck. Yeah. Very yuck. Um, <laughs> but okay. So the one other aspect that I wanted to cover that, uh, sweeps over all of these that really stood out and, I, and the table stood out again was with Safecracker. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound, the audio. Wow. Yeah. The in audio in Safecracker is so much more rich and dynamic. It's like th- they've actually remastered the audio. 
yeah and and you go listen to it you know fire up pinball arcade go listen to it and it sounds like it's coming out of a transistor radio in comparison to this wonderful sound system that's got a bass you know hooked up to it yeah do you know why though because i know exactly why oh why well, in TPA, when Norman was doing the sounds, he originally was extracting sounds directly from the ROM, but then he switched to microphones in front of the speakers. So that's why you're hearing tinny sounds, because he was picking up the sounds from the speakers of the game. Because uh... yeah, for some reason, he felt it was better quality, which is rubbish. It's not. Because, um... <laughs> because comparing uh, Theater of Magic, there's, a, there's plenty of bass in Theater of Magic in Pinball Arcade. Yeah. Um, because that's when he was doing he ROM, was direct ROM extraction okay. of the sounds. Okay. Um, so he wasn't doing it through speakers. But then, it, obviously, I think he found it too challenging to do it. And yeah. this, is, this is my son. Basically, what, I've, what I remember him talking about it, and, and he just he had a tool that allowed him to um, play the sounds back directly from um, the game. But yeah. he just set up spe- uh, mics in front of the speakers. And like, those, those speakers are crap on pinball machines let's be honest they the the lowest cheapest part of the bill of materials yes um that you can get so that's why the sound in zen sounds so much better because they've clearly got a way to tap into the rom directly in fact it i think also, they're actually almost directly sounds like they've they've isolated tracks yeah they well they you know, like they the, like the speech call outs from the music uh, it, it it almost sounds like they've been isolated and then reassembled um as it goes because they just there's a punch to them and they're crystal clear uh, well it sound this is what they sound like when they're directly emulated that's yeah. the thing like th- that that is the sound you get and I, I will note that in the enhanced modes you do get different sound effects yes. so there are like you know you'll get um stereophonic sounds sound effects that were monotonic in in the game and that makes a rather large difference to the soundscape of the game and it's the reason why i don't play in regular um mode so if you're a bit of a sound a sound audiophile you put your headphones on and you will notice the difference a stark difference immediately with well this. and then on top of all of that is just their mechanical sounds their oh, mechanical so sounds are miles miles better yeah. and that's where i was having i was like okay am i being impressed by the sound because of that stuff or am i being impressed with the emulation of the sound that they've done and there is you know if you stop flipping and you don't have the ball going into the pop bumpers and you're just listening to the music and the call outs that's when you go oh okay that's what i'm hearing but mm. oh, man yeah and see i normally don't play with headphones i normally just play with my speakers and i normally have the speakers on relatively low volume so this time specifically i did put on my headphones and that's where i was just like oh my god this is a world of difference yeah, well, this setup that you see me, if you're watching um, YouTube at the moment with uh, the headphones on and me standing here, this is how I actually play Zen because I've got yeah. the headphones all plugged into the microphone. It's like a USB mic with a pass-through audio. So I just have this set up like my rig all the time. So whenever I play, I always have to play with headphones on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I get a very consistent audio experience across all the Steam titles I play. And I will say this, like in summary... I've forgotten just how much better it is to play on Steam than it is on mobile. Like, <laughs> like playing these games with a controller on a big screen without any of the stupid IOP rubbish getting in your way, it is yeah. just a delight. 
it is a delight in comparison to mobile. I, I was and, playing these using the uh, the micro cab there and having a blast. Oh, it would have been amazing. It would yeah. be amazing with the micro cab. Yeah. Um, so so there there really is like I, I will I'm sure Chris was, would back me up on this saying, but you know if you're going to be playing Zen regularly, ditch the mobile and get a PC. It's really the only way you should be experiencing it. Yeah. Yeah, let the let the mobile version be the oh man, I'm bored. Yeah, I, I I'm sitting here. What do I want to do? Ah, let's play some pinball. But don't let that be your your soul. Uh, and I know, I know that's a really rough thing to say for folks who just don't have the ability to have PC gaming. And I was I was in that camp for a long time. So if you're listening and you're stuck on on Android mobile, it really sucks that you have that experience because it really. It gets in the way of just enjoying these games. Well, at the minimum, then go ahead and get a console, or or spend the money and just buy the games outright so you can play them, um, or just get them all to two star, I guess, and just forget about the the IAP stuff. But you know, you're gonna you're really gonna want the enhanced modes and probably yeah. the enhanced, like the the audio quality will I would imagine won't be different across mobile. Um, right, they they will just have the same sound package. So. You know, I would be upgrading um, if you're going for level three. Save your save your your Smurf fairies and upgrade. Uh, I'm saying for like people and- that are fully ensconced in the world of Apple, um, there the the Apple version of Zen is not the same uh, experience that we're getting. Um, it's fairly, fairly close, but there are some aspects missing. So what I'm saying is if you want the big screen experience, um, with, with everything and you don't want to then buy a PC cause you're already in the Apple world, that's where it's, Hey, get yourself a switch, get yourself, a yeah, uh, you know, a play a PS4 or an Xbox one and play it that way. Yeah, um, it, it, really, you'll get the edited or the censored version. So on yeah. on Champion Pub, you'll be getting green beer for some reason. Green beer. And that's what the oh, really? image that I saw was. It was in the mug. It was uh, some green liquid. It must be lime <laughs> lime cordial. Lime they must be drinking. Yeah, <laughs> lime cordial. That's what they're drinking. Right. Wow. Um. So as I was waiting for us to be able to to play with these, I for some reason got an itch to go fire up FX two and mm. play Super League. And part of this oh, yeah. was because Thomas Crofts had said uh in one of the past interviews that we did where he said uh one of their tables that can be turned into a real machine and he said aliens and then he said Super League. And mm. I was like, I gotta, I gotta revisit Super League and see what that is. I'll be damned if he ain't correct. That thing could be translated Immediately. Oh yeah, there, there is nothing in the enhancements that add any sort of the, gameplay. Yeah, they don't affect the ball. There's no magic ramps. There's no magic launching. There's n- nothing. Every single aspect of that thing could be translated into a physical machine. Um, even the the uh, up in the goal area, the oscillating the targets. targets that are you know th- those could mechanically drop down. Because it's just a vertical three lanes of, of targets there that are yeah. rotating. So they replace them with the set of drop targets, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah. It, but the, like the bill of materials would be ridiculous on it. Like it would be a $15,000 pinball machine, probably for the pro version. But yeah, you could do I, it. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It's possible. Oh, no, it would be. Um, but I had a blast revisiting that table. 
I mm. was just like, oh my God, this thing is so much fun. We desperately needed to get it into FX3 because lighting on it is not that great. Um, no. The, and the inserts, the lighting on the inserts is not dynamic at all. Mm. Um, the physics would be better with the new FX3 physics um, that got applied to all the Zen tables. Now, I'm not talking about the Williams physics. These are just the regular Zen physics that got right. upgraded. Uh, it's a fun, fun table. And the, it's good. As yeah. I was playing it, I was just like, dang, it sucks that I can't. There's no setting up a tournament with this. Because I, oh, I would love to play a tournament with it. It would um, be fun. It would be and, great. And honestly, my tournament, if there was a way to set it up on that, it would be less about what is your total points, um, like the big points, and more mm. about how many goals did you score and how many teams did you defeat. That's the mm. tournament that I want. Yes. Um, it is also the quintessential uh, the ball never drains table. Oh, yeah. It just keeps going, going. Here's so it'd be one ball. Very long time. So, uh, but so I, I did that and then I was like, well, while we're here, let's check out South Park again. And I started playing the South Park tables again. I was just like, oh my God, these are so much fun. And the humor on these are so great. And I really, really hope that Zen is able to uh, acquire that license again. Um, I know the circumstances under which they lost the license and it wasn't, uh, it's, it's nothing that's insurmountable. Mm. Uh, it was just a, a series of events that yeah. some other avoided. company has got the rights now. Yeah. And, you know, so, so anyway, that, that made me think, okay, once we get super league, we're starting to let's get South park back in campaign. Cause and super league I- doesn't even have any licensing in it. It's devoid. Like the, the vanilla version of it is. The vanilla like version. My only question is you are playing like on the on the DMD, it'll say the name of the team that you're playing against. So we'll hmm. say like you know, AC Milan. Be fisted. Like, those be are fisted. gonna be fisted. I mean, it's not a difficult table for them to change if no. you know to bring it back over. So I really hope that the only reason why they haven't yet is they're waiting for you know World Cup or something like that. And then um, yeah, they'll bring it back to launch it. Um just to time it with the season, but uh so anyway, I did that. I played South Park, and then I was like, okay, let's look at the other two that didn't get brought over, which are uh, Misplosion Man and uh, Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, yeah. I've never Plants played Plants. Plants vs. Zombies, honestly, is kind of an okay, whatever table. Mm. Um, just me, I, I didn't... I just popping it in and playing it for a little bit. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. It'd be nice if they were able to bring it back, but it certainly wasn't um, amazing. Like I wasn't going, Oh, I so missed this. It was just yeah, kind of right. like, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Which is probably um, a good indication. It doesn't need to be back in. Really. Now, Misplosion man. So <laughs> I, I kind of decided to, after playing that to dig a little bit, Misplosion man is crazy. It's kind of nuts. It kind of can get annoying, um, right. but it's also a rather interesting table to bash around on. I would okay. like to see that in FX3. I looked at it. So it was a platformer game on Xbox Live. Oh, was, was it? Okay. It was exclusive to Xbox Live. Right. So they had bought the uh, games company that had made it, um, which was, <laughs> I want to say Magic Pixel because I think Pixel was in their name. Um, I can't remember what the name of the, the company was. But anyway, that's why it didn't get um, basically ported over. over. I imagine. 
to, to FX3 because it was still Microsoft. But then I did some digging around, and lo and behold, the game just came out on the Nintendo Switch because oh. Microsoft sold the company off and they're on their own again. Right. But that happened back in 2015. Oh. The game came out as a platformer in 2011. So Run. I'm very confused as to why maybe maybe Nintendo got an exclusive on it. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe it just was never that popular, and so they've figured out whatever. Well, we don't want to pay the license probably on it. it. Yeah, um, I reckon that's probably more like the answer you're looking for there. It's not maybe. really that popular. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe if the popularity picks up on Nintendo Switch, then maybe they'll want it to might back get a yeah, it might get a uh, a shot of a shot of uh, popularity to the arm again. Who knows? Yeah. So I uh, I'm kind of hoping that uh, you know we haven't seen the last of these tables, but like I said, for those last two with Plants for Zombies and Explosion Man, you I would take a leave him. Yeah, uh, you know it is what it is. So that got me then going. You know what? I never really did. I never looked at these things in 3D on my PS3. Oh yeah, because by the time I got my TV, I was fully transferred over to PC. Right. Yeah. For- my pinball gaming and i remember that i tried them out uh mainly i tried it out in pinball arcade mm. and the three in pinball arcade is so horrible it, <laughs> oh really it hurts it literally oh. hurts when it first and this is really going down the rabbit hole of 3d at home but 3d obviously your lens the polarized lens one is vertical one is horizontal essentially yes. And then yeah. you're getting the image fired simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. So, and the the only reason why you specifically know that is PlayStation was doing a thing for a while where if you had the PlayStation TV, mm-hmm. two people could be playing the game, like uh, say Madden, and mm-hmm. seeing completely different screens. So long as you were wearing the 3D glasses. Ah, uh, yes, yes. They would send only one image to one person and one image to the other person. And so you could oh, then... they're watching the same screen, but seeing completely different footage. Seeing completely different things. So in games That's where insane. you're selecting plays and stuff, the other person would never see it. It was like, hey, that's <sighs> genius. That's, that's really cool. brilliant that you did that. And it was a little... Because they were active shutter glasses. Oh, right, and okay. So just told which glass, what time to fire on and Open. off. Yeah. And open and close, and so that's why they got that that kind of thing going on. That's an incredible. That's an incredible bit of user experience, right there. Oh yeah, it, it is. Wow, really pretty cool. Pretty cool. So mine are though passive glasses, so yeah. there's none of that. It's a polarized lens. Mm-hmm. Well, when you first fire up Pimble Arcade in 3D, one of the lenses is completely just black. Oh, okay. For some reason, it's just you're not seeing. You know, all of a sudden you're. All of a sudden, it feels like you're only using one eye, and then oh. it goes to another menu, and something's popping out at you, but it's blurry because they use this major convergence that you practically have to cross your eyes. It's oh. unnatural. When you first start it up, you literally go, "Oh, okay," and you kind of cross your eyes to get the 3D to work, and then your eyes just adjust and and stay in that. Well, so you, to, you can't just focus your eyes. You've got to like unfocus your eyes. Yes. To, oh, yes. that is just yes. horrible. It's Horrible. And then when you actually get a table up and in 3D, it looks like it's a bowling alley lane. It is miles long. It just looks bad. It's not at all what they did for the Stern VR uh, experience. It's it's terrible. To me, it is almost the... It's essentially somebody didn't have a 3D TV 
<laughs> at Farsight when they just and they just guessed because it clearly never went through any kind any, of quality any sort of testing. Yeah. No. Zen, on the other hand, is one of the best 3D experiences people oh, yeah. about in terms of the pinball. Menus are crisp. Everything is beautiful. It's very dimensional. Yeah. Um, and I, I only have, I think I only have about 20 tables on PS3. Um, I know I've got like eight, well, I've got like the original eight Zen originals, and then I've got a handful of marble tables and um, stuff. So anyway, I started bashing around on the, it's weird because you play the game differently. Like, oh, yeah? I was doing different shots than I normally do or reacting differently than I normally do. Um, and it looks way cool. And it almost made me go, well, maybe I should buy some of these tables for the PS3. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm really going to or not, but dang, they mm. look good. Unfortunately, yeah. because of, since the license loss, Super League and South Park are no longer available for in purchase there. in there. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to see what Super League looked like. But, um, and I, I kind of, I, I emailed Mel about the 3D and obviously he said, well, because the 3D, they don't even manufacture 3D TVs for North America anymore. Oh, uh, there's, no, okay. there's no sense in them doing it, um, nice. promoting that. They did use what they learned with that and applied it to the VR experience. The, yeah. Well, I don't understand other than creating the whole 3D environment that they do in that. But every single one of those tables was available in 3D. So that portion mm. of the work is already done. Um, yeah. But uh, he said that they had at Zen a vertical cabinet with a 3D monitor. Oh. And he says it's hands down the best 3D experience he's ever had. He's had, you know, playing their tables. So wow, that would be amazing. But again, there's no 3D monitors to purchase. Uh, at least not North America. I don't know how it is around so, the world. Well, I think you, it's probably the same because you know the same models get shipped all over the world just with the Hertz. No, flip. because North America specifically, the movie studios decided that they wanted to promote 4K uh, discs. Uh, I see. And once they started promoting 4K discs, they stopped uh, releasing 3D on disc. Well, if you don't have any content for the TV, then there's no sense in selling the TV. Mm. Thanks, guys. Um, I don't. I don't think we have any um, any 3D TVs. Like I, I go down to Costco and I look down the the row and it's 4K, 4K, 4K everywhere. Yeah. And it's. I, I don't think there's any um, 3D. Because this goes into me trying to find 3D discs. I have to purchase them from other countries now. I have to right. basically get them from the UK. Uh, but I believe Australia still is getting discs. Hmm, okay. Uh, well, maybe we do have models of TV that yeah. that do. Unfortunately, or maybe we have it built in. We, we might have it built into the actual firmware because I'd imagine if you've got like a an LG TV, a 50 inch LG TV, they would just change the firmware in the screen because it's not like the screen couldn't do it. No, right? Like it's especially a 4K screen, it'd be I have a 4K easy. 65 inch 3D TV, yeah, yeah. So and, it'd be and passive, in this passive glasses, so it was again not like Active you have shutter. to have a yeah. shutter. You can use the the glasses that you got at the movie theater, and I have a whole stack of them, as opposed to also my clip-ons that I do use normally. But yeah, right. Yeah, the ones that worked in the movie theater, they work at the at home. Also. Oh, right. Okay. So, I actually the 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 monitor that I've got here is an LG uh, Cinema 3D, um, and I remember playing 
something three. I think it was way back when Zen accidentally put 3D into Zen FX2 mm-hmm. on mobile. And I was able to plug it in through HDMI because when my yeah. my shield tablet had that capability or my transformer tablet did. And I was able to play 3D from my tablet on it. And it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and then they then I, I made the mistake of telling him and they took it out. <laughs> so Thanks, Jared. boo, boo me. Yeah. I don't think anyone really realized you could do it. Um, but anyhow, I did. And um, so I, I think I've since got rid of the the passive glasses, but I wonder if Zen FX um three would actually offer it or whether they've actually got it coded in on PC yeah, on know. Steam. I don't know either. It'd be, mm. it'd be if they did, then I might try and figure out a way of getting it on a monitor, <laughs> a computer monitor. But I don't know. Yeah, it'd be well if they already got your FX2. computer could could fudge the image how it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. You would just tell the monitor here's the signal that you're getting, and that would be the signal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't think I've got the glasses anymore. I think I've I've got rid of them a long time ago because well you know I I rarely did anything three D right. so right. yeah me I but just yeah. watched a movie last night in three D so there you go oh, there um, you go yeah. but I just, I did want to just kind of say hey folks if you haven't uh, dusted off your FX two in a while do so give it a crack super, Roman Super League it's fantastic and let's get that campaign going right alongside the uh, Cactus Can you continued campaign so yeah. those are those are two are two bugaboos that we're gonna be uh, we need to just lob at Zen right now. Um, yeah. Be the noisy, the noisy, annoying community that they know and love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. so now we've reached the uh, part of the show where my wife has told me, if I were a listener, I'd just shut them off um, because we're going to tell you about all of our socials and things like oh, yeah. go to Redbubble and uh, buy a T-shirt. Just look for Blockade and you too can own a wonderful Blockade Pimple Podcast T-shirt. Show your love. Have people look at you funny. Um, all that kind of jazz, or better yet, if you're going to a pinball tournament of any sort or an expo, then you get to wear that, and people are like, "Hey, I know that." As what happened to me? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> you, you could be famous at the show. Exactly. Uh, so again, redbubble.com and search blockade. Uh, the main thing that you should always be doing if you haven't done so already is follow the show on Twitter. It is at blockade. There you will find when we're recording these shows like here, because I always announce it and say, hey, it's over on YouTube. Go check it out. Um, as well as we pass along any information that Zen has posted, uh, news notices, all that kind of jazz. Keep you on, keep you up on top of things. Then, of course, since you're doing that, why not go ahead and follow Jared and myself? Jared is at Jared Morgs. I am at Shut Your Traps. If you feel the need, you may drop us an email. Sometimes people do this. I have a few people that have. Uh, their email is blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com. And of course, for past episodes, show notes, uh, web links that we talk about, go visit our website. It is blockadepinball.com slash episodes. Yes. We really should have something else to, you know, talk about after this particular moment. So people don't turn us off, but well, I just need to. What I need to do is start, you know, doing what I've been threatening to do for ages, and make little drops that I can just sort of scatter throughout the show, so people get all the information ad hoc throughout the show, and we don't have to do it at the end. 
Or you'd be like me and you'd hear one of those fire up and you're like, oh, 15 seconds scan forward. Thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And that's their prerogative to do that. They, that is. Essentially, they could they could fast forward five times at the end or they could fast forward 15 seconds at a time during the I show. I highly recommend listening to us at two times speed because we're just that much funnier. And well, uh, maybe two times speed for you, but I would be unintelligible. Um, at, at two times speed because I'm an Australian you, and we speak fast. Why do you think it's funnier? Um, yeah, it is, it's amusing, but you won't be able to understand me. Like, I'll sound like a chipmunk. Well, you will, my, well my, me laughing at myself definitely does sound like a chipmunk when it goes through that. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out, folks. Put it on two times speed right now, and you'll hear this kind of laugh, and then you'd hear the hey! kind of laughing. <laughs> I mean, two times speed, it'd just be like unintelligible. Too. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Okay, enough of that stuff. Like I said, next week we'll be uh, talking probably mostly about the mobile app. Theoretically. Uh, theoretically. Assume. Yeah. If, if <laughs> there is a beta on that, I don't even know. Well, no, it should be coming out day and date with uh, with this. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. We, we should have full access to it. So, um, you know, program notes subject to change, but there you go. That's the plan. That's the plan. All right, folks. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to us, watching us on YouTube, and uh, just giving us the feedback that you do because we yeah, value awesome. feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for interacting with us. We like it. We like it. All right. Until next time. Oh, quick shout out, real quick. Um, Crow Pinball probably is going to be streaming the some of this pinball action before Tuesday and pinball is 45 B on his Twitch channel. He's saying that he's probably going to be streaming on Sunday, uh, probably around the three o'clock Eastern I'm guessing timeframe. Mm -hmm. Uh, but anyway, go ahead right now, go over to Twitch, uh, and follow pinball with 45 B that way, you know, when his is going on crow, mm -hmm. go over to YouTube and, uh, subscribe to his channel. That way you can see this stuff in action basically yes. all the stuff that we're talking about, but with visuals and no doubt that uh, Spaces Arcade will probably also be doing something in the very yeah. near future. I'd imagine so, so, yeah. Lots of ways for you to experience these if you're not going to go out and buy immediately. So. Yeah, or if all right, you're on that, mobile. We will uh, talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.